you're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. James, how you feeling? Uh, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. This is uh, this is a fun time. Yeah, <laughs> We're definitely going to be watching a lot of our uh, those those Netflix wish lists that we want to watch. So I've been staying home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because nobody wants to hang out. <laughs> that's that's um, me too. Like I've made plans, and everybody's like, nah. Yeah, but like to get past that, like obviously, I don't know if you heard, the world was canceled. Uh, but anyways, last night I was watching uh, Clue uh with well we should we should preface that by saying last night as of this recording oh, yeah like right. more than last night if you're watching this live Wednesday friday night, night of last <laughs> week i was watching clue and i uh i i was i didn't realize uh uh oh god what's his name tim curry who, who's doc brown in back to the future christopher lloyd there we Professor go. Plum, my favorite Clue character, the Purple Piece. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd's in this. I'm like, man, this is awesome. And it made me think of, and you know what? It made, it made me think of my one of my favorite movies as a kid, Camp Nowhere, where he is like the pretend camp yes. counselor, or like the kids buy a camp and pretend they're at other camps. Do you remember this movie? I, I I do. I absolutely do. Those those like early '90s like heavyweights, Camp Nowhere. Oh yeah, because <laughs> after I finished Camp Nowhere, Heavyweights was the suggestion. Of course after. it was. I already watched fantastic film. <laughs> ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Oh, at early his Ben best. Stiller. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, the reason I watch. Oh, and it's also like that's like a Judd Apatow, like one of his mm-hmm. first like directorial or whatever films. Uh, heavyweights. But anyways, the reason I went from Clue to Camp Nowhere, because yes, I did watch it Friday night. <laughs> was I was like, man, sometimes I forget that. Christopher Lloyd's hair is like, you know, brown. <laughs> now it's gray. <laughs> but like, so well, it, was like, I, it made me think of that. And now you're asking yourself, Brock, why are you telling us these random movies you watched Friday night on a Star Wars podcast? When I was watching Camp Nowhere, Kate Mulgrew was the, the mother of one of the children. Uh, I think it was the blonde girl. And this is like, 90s Kate Mulgrew. I don't think she's got. Uh, she, she hasn't been put in uh, Star no, Trek. Not uh, yet. This is actually what uh, got her in Star Trek. Trek. This is what this, which one? Is she, which one is she Voyager. on? Voyager. She, but this is the one Voyager. Voyager. But this is what got her that role. <laughs> Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my whole point of bringing this run is like, I looked at her and I'm like, wow, she kind of looks like Carrie Fisher. Yeah. And the more I thought about it. She kind of sounds like Carrie Fisher, even kind of now, though, like she's been mostly on Orange is the New Black doing a Russian yeah. accent. <laughs> Just saying, I don't think we're going to revisit the Leia character in live action. She could arguably be a very good replacement. And now you hear suddenly the Internet losing their collective mind. So I, I have to inform you, Brock, yes. that our good friend Sheldon Norton, uh, who did uh, the who did the documentary when the galaxy listens, which is about the podcast uh, Rebel Force Radio, right. and on the host of Rebel Force Radio, there are two of them, and one of them, Jason Swank, Sheldon informed me for many many years that he believed that they were ever to recast Leia, that it should be Kate Mulgrew. That has been yeah. he has been an advocate of that forever. Right. So you are not alone in that. Although the internet might Perfect. still want to destroy you, but yeah, you're, you're not alone in that in that sentiment. Uh, so. You know, just had to had to wild. point that out. To yeah, she. Uh, well, now I'm gonna watch Camp Nowhere, and I'll get back to you because we have time. I might do a video on Camp Nowhere, kind <laughs> <laughs> of associated with Star Wars. Well, if you're ever going to recast Star Wars, look at look to the film Camp <laughs> Nowhere. Christopher Lloyd yeah. could play an old Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Andrew Keegan could be Kylo Ren. Oh my God! Keegan, yeah, Andrew Keegan, yeah. He's, yeah, he, like a more adult Kylo Ren now. Like, what would he? I'm not quite sure what he would be. So, Rise of Skywalker, Brock, the digital copy to everyone's surprise dropped Friday night. They were like, 
I think somebody at Disney was just like, well, coronavirus is shutting us all down. Put up everything we have. And they threw, you have something in the news about it, but they threw up. Yeah. I was uh, Andrew's uh, That's So Wizard podcast. We kind of laid out like, you know, things to watch and binge while you are isolated in your home during, home during coronavirus went up and we were all kind of talking. And while it's happening, I get a notification saying your, your pre-order of Rise of Skywalker is now available. Um, which is awesome. I put it on. I watched some of it. There's a two-hour documentary, which I review on a Scavenger Scum, which I think was on yesterday, on Tuesday night, The Scavenger Scum, on Tuesday, number 12. Um, it's two hours, Brock. This documentary is called, like, The Skywalker Saga or something. It's two hours long, and it's the entire journey. And it, the coolest thing um, is it, it – I won't give any spoilers here, but it, there's a – the opening news clip is from – I believe the filming of Return of the Jedi. And it's like this group of like five fans standing over a miniature of, of Tatooine. And they're like, that's Tatooine. And one of them says, yeah, I can't wait to see what you guys got when all nine of these are done. <laughs> it's like way, way back Return of the Jedi, people were anticipating nine <laughs> Star Wars films. Uh, you know, and they didn't realize it would take them 15 years to get Phantom Menace after that, probably, you know, even more from the time of that, of that recording. And then, and then, you know, 10 years after the ending of that trilogy to get a whole new group of storytellers in there to bring up, bring up, uh, the next three to complete the nine part arc, which, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a fun documentary. Um, if, if you have the digital copy, I recommend watching it. I mean, it's there. There's not a, there is a, there is, because we talked about this a little bit, Brock. There is a, it's called a digital exclusive. Mm. And it's, I haven't watched it as of this recording. So probably by the time this goes up, I will have watched it. But it is, but it's all on John Williams. And it, for, I haven't watched, like I said, I haven't watched it yet. But what it looked like was what we got in front of The Last Jedi about John Williams. But like for The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, so whether that'll be available anywhere else other than your digital purchase, I don't know. Disney Plus, I don't know. Um, mm. But anyway, that's uh, Rise of Sky. It was kind of exciting to get it four or five days early. Like, weird, because I was going to watch it with uh, some family. But I was like, screw it. I'm watching it alone and then with family. I'll do it all, all in all. <laughs> um, and yeah, man, everyone's from home. Everyone's wants some content. That's what we're going to be here giving you as much as we can, as much fun stuff as we can to kind of give you some escape ism and entertainment brock what's that shirt where'd you get that shirt tarjay yeah no um uh jc penny oh Ooh. somewhere you can't go for a while yeah <laughs> hey if i order a product off of a uh, off of america will it come to me i don't know yeah i'm nervous i, I don't know that. have they said anything about shipping stuff back and forth because like is there any concern that like something in the states well, or well, overseas would will carry some kind of virus i don't know who knows i don't know i just i'm thinking now like and not that i was buying anything off of an american site because i can't afford that shipping but like you know <laughs> i know it's uh it's a curious time curious time but we are here for you brock has some time off i have some time off andrew uh is the coronavirus yeah he is <laughs> he let's make Andrew Corona again. <laughs> uh, this is the Rebel Scum yeah. Podcast. I am Brock. This is James, episode 161. Wow. <laughs> Who would have thought in 161 it would actually make sense for us to Skype each other? <laughs> it took 161 <laughs> weeks, but we finally were like, there's a Wait reason. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait. Back up. I have been friends with you for almost a decade, I think. I yeah. believe. Yeah. Uh, and our. So are you saying that if you lived in the same city as me, you would not come over to my house or invite me over to yours? I guess it would wow. all depend on the wow. health. It would depend on the health of my wife. Oh, but, yeah. My wife. <laughs> because if I touch anything that might have oh. Corona, oh. it might be bad. Interesting. And actually, Interesting. Your, your roommate Daryl is not there right now. So actually, I probably could go because... <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. This is a sitcom. Seven friends <laughs> have a party. A virus breaks out. Then they're forced to live in a house for a full month. What happens? Oh, my gosh. That's a Netflix. It's basically Big Brother. 
Actually, Big Brother Canada is happening right now, and I haven't watched anything. And I'm very curious what they're doing about that because these people are technically been in isolation for about a week and a half, two weeks. So they're already. It would be interesting, like that. That's 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 a movie right there. Yeah. Outbreak breaks out. These people are locked in a reality show, and they have and no idea. They, they break out, and they at the end, it's like the world is like gone away and they're like what do we do now <laughs> what's happening i would watch i would watch that survivor next se- season of survivor has been postponed because they are not they usually record the show between march and july and that's not happening yeah. but big brother powers on power they're in a house they're good like you said yeah. they're all in you know who knows what how the crew is but everybody else <laughs> everybody else is fine <laughs> I've heard like the, the those like those house those shows were like you're stuck in one spot like that like a fake house in a in a in a warehouse slash like studio yeah. that thing starts to to reek because oh, yeah. like these people just like sit around all day and sometimes they're clean sometimes they're not <laughs> so oh. it's like that, it's yeah, that, it's probably a freaking petri dish that's probably where this whole thing started. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that they're they're in that like warehouse, and the next the day like before they started shooting the next episode or whatever, the next day shoot they're like, hey, we're gonna shut down. Everybody's working from home. We won't be recording the show. But no one tells the the talent. No one tells the contestants on the show, and they're just like waiting in there. Like there must be cameras in the wall. No one knows what's happening. A Star Wars. Do you think Star Wars could ever do like a false reality style show? Like maybe the daily they have of that hotel coming out where it's like yeah. you're on a ship mm. i don't think it's open yet right no, nothing's open now <laughs> well yeah no, nothing open now. disney's <laughs> disneyland and world are closed <laughs> uh I, that would be interesting it would like i mean i think it's doable because you could just put them in a set of some sort but yeah i don't know i don't look man I, I tweeted out, I think, on Monday or Tuesday last week. I was like, now's the time to drop all your streaming content. Just whatever you got. Just, yeah. Disney seems to like be listening to that. But literally, like, if you've got something like this is going to be released in June and it's ready to go now or you can make it ready to go in like a week, get that out there because you are going to gain subscribers and eyeballs on you right now. Yeah. Like, they canceled South by Southwest, which is like, yeah. you know, concert innovation conference mm-hmm. uh they do a bunch of movies and yeah. they're like com- comedies and stuff why aren't they just live streaming that stuff <laughs> literally make a south by southwest app and throw yeah. it all on there and then you watch it you i would pay- love to go to that. and then everybody first of all everybody in the world could be a part of it you pay like 20 bucks 10 bucks whatever it is right yeah. 100 bucks yeah. who cares like yeah. or it's a subscription base the app is free and everything you pay monthly yeah. But they just, and you're just like, yeah, it doesn't have the live feel, sure, but nobody's asking for that. Everybody's safe, and everything yeah. gets the exposure, maybe more exposure, right? So, yeah, that's uh, Emerald City Comic Con is yeah. uh, August. August. Oh, they got, oh, I thought they were canceling it altogether. So, let me pull it up. Toronto Comic Con got canceled yesterday. Yeah, and then they said, we'll just like wait for Fan Expo, so there's no rescheduling there. Yeah. Uh, which makes sense, like if you have it. But Emerald City Comics. So a few things uh, that have been canceled have been rescheduled for August, which uh, we had a video on Monday where we talked about Star Wars Celebration. But this, uh, for me, kind of bodes well for Celebration. Uh, for now. You know, like for now. I mean, we don't know where the world will be in July, you know, next week, let alone. Like by the time this goes up, there might not even be the internet. The way things are, <laughs> the way things are going. Uh, let me just sorry. Just give me a second here. Make sure to like and subscribe. Yeah, please like and subscribe. August twenty twenty. Um, do they have dates for August twenty for Emerald City Comic Con? So it's curious though, because I got an email from EB Games with all the Emerald City Comic Con exclusives. Will those? <laughs> am I still gonna be able to get them or? Yeah. No, they've been uh, dropping those because they they're still out. All right, uh, reschedule for August. Uh, first fans exchange is or refunds. Uh, five months. So I guess there's no dates for it yet. Oh, August 21st to 23rd, the week before celebration. So, wow. And then, so then I think celebration is the same weekend as Toronto Fan Expo, which is, yeah, know, weird. Like, why, why push it? Um, but anyway, so yeah, good news that things are 
thinking about coming back. Hopefully this is all settled. I've heard uh, rumors because I know a lot of doctors. I don't uh, that are saying, you know, how this is going. I'm keeping my ear to the ground because it affects everybody. But we're not here to talk about that, Brock. We're here to talk about fun Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> As I rub my eye like I'm yeah, not I chill. This is why I didn't come over to do this. This is why we are Skyping. Nice. We should we should have a thing of Purell here. This is how you wash your hands. You got to go all the way down like that. Like there, I'm seeing all these posts about how to wash hands. Like has nobody cleaned themselves in the last hundred years? Barbarians. All right. Star Wars has... Uh, in the novelization, apparently, I believe there's a comic about this too, but they've kind of shown what happens to Rey Skywalker when, uh, after she buries the lightsabers and has that conversation with that nice old lady holding that animal, uh, that should have been a dewback. Just joking. <laughs> Didn't need to be a dewback. Uh, so anyway, Brock, apparently what happens is she, uh, she says something, walks over to the Falcon, BB-8 comes out of the Falcon, goes, wow, wow, indicating that BB-8 has had enough of the sand planets. Sand, <laughs> like, m- m- much like many a fan, BB-8 does not want to see a sand planet ever again. And then they both go and they stare at the sunrise. And they both go and stare at the sunrise, and that's how it kind of ends. So it kind of establishes that Ray will not be staying on Tatooine. Did you ever think that Ray was doomed to live a life on Tatooine with Watto? Not even remotely. That, that scene where they walk into the sunset, maybe that's just a film storytelling trope. Or well, I guess it's more film because it's like if it was if you're reading it, you wouldn't really see it. But that walking into the sun sunrise, as we're always like, is it sunset sunrise? Um, you know, it means new beginnings. You know, you're walking into the future as it's beginning. Uh, I always, I was, I think I've said it before. Them going into the into the sunrise, it's like, yes, me, I want I want more adventures of Ray and BB-8. Screw the rest of the cast. That's all I want to know. So, uh, yeah. no, I don't think uh, remotely because it's just sort of like she she has no attachment to Tatooine outside of like mm-hmm. symbolically she's going to bear these lightsabers where the story begins. Yeah, see, so that's something that people I've been noticing have had a problem with. Like, why Tatooine? Why not Naboo? Because, uh, look, we all love Naboo and associate everything with Naboo. But Luke Skywalker and Leia, in yeah. the, theatrically, have never mentioned Naboo. For all we know, they don't know that their mother was from Naboo. I'm guessing because yeah. of the Force, now they do. But they have no connection to Naboo. There's a connection mm-hmm. to Tatooine. Luke is from Tatooine. Alderaan blew up. You can't go to Alderaan to bury Leia's lightsaber. So they bury it yep. with her brother on her brother's homestead. Did he want to leave it? Yes, but I don't know if it was necessarily because of the homestead mm-hmm. itself that Luke hated or the yep. life that he was leading. He knew that he was destined for something else. That was still where he was from. He even says it to Han Solo. I was born here. Yeah, like it's the planet that like a lot of stuff reoccurs at and also it's where r2 plays that the message of yes help me obi-wan kenobi so luke seeing leia for the first time happens in that exact spot so and arguably if we go to the last jedi novelization if the droids run away and luke doesn't go with them the whole whole story changes so like that happened right there and whatever like if we go for these details then like it's (laughs) nightmare because like do i do i wish they had gone to naboo in some form sure yeah (laughs) for sure actually i completely forgot uh about this comic uh darth vader number two is apparently out and there's a huge i mean the one of the reveals is that padme is just there so like padme played a big role in the second issue i don't i haven't read it and i'm like ooh. so it's like if you need your naboo taste Go read Darth Vader right now. So yeah, I think. Look, I wanted to see Naboo. Obviously, I wanted. There's a lot of plants I wanted to see, but it, it just yeah. in, in the in the world of the movies, Tatooine makes the most sense. Yeah, um, and oh, that's yeah. just how it. And if you're going to satisfy fans, I'm sorry it didn't satisfy these diehard fans who take everything super serious. But that's just that's just the way it is. Yeah. And if you didn't like it, that's fine. But I just think I think they made the right choice on Tatooine. Uh, it just 
to me, it just, I, you know, going into it, I think we all kind of thought it was going to end somewhere around Tatooine because how do you have this movie without the, where this whole thing started? Just, yeah. it just didn't, like, if you're going to end it, that, that was the one thing I thought they were going to definitely focus on was Tatooine. The other thing people have a problem with is, I think it was Terrio in the documentary says that this has been always been a story about the Palpatines and the Skywalkers. And everybody points out how the original trilogy is not really about Palpatine. And I will, I agree with that. Yes, that's true. At the beginning, I don't think it was ever planned to be about Palpatine and Skywalker. Yeah. But by the time the prequels come out, it is, I think, severely evident that this is a story about these two bloodlines and how they are connected to each other to some level, how Palpatine will manipulate Skywalker. And who knows how the Force reacts with that. But I, So for me, I think, I think I personally believe that that quote is fine and logical when you're telling a nine-part story that, when you take them numerically, begins with Palpatine keeping an eye on Skywalker. Yeah. And it's like, if this, this series had just gone, like, New Hope is number one, and then onward, onward, onward. Like, obviously, the prequels, like, story-wise, makes sense that it's one, two, three. But, like, think about it. Like, if we had any other series, like... Think of Fast and the Furious. <laughs> they made a movie. They basically made, was it Point Break? Point Break with yeah. cars, yeah. right? Yeah. They just made it because they're like, here's some hot people and they're driving cars. So they made that and it was successful. Do you think at any point they were like, we're going to go to nine of these movies. <laughs> have two characters spin off that we don't even know who they are at this point. Yeah. I don't even think. Like the Rock was around, but he Five. wasn't. He was still a wrestler. Was Jason Statham even present? Jason Statham yeah. comes out of sort of like that era of like let's drive a fast car and shoot. I think guns. Jason was just hitting hitting it when that movie came out when the first. So time. it's just like you gotta look at it this way. Like the, I, I love George Lucas. He's great. He is great. But he had no clue what he was initially doing when he started. So it's like you can't be like it's all a master plan. They're like no, it, it like a story evolves over time. Mm -hmm. New people come in and have new ideas. Like this is how it works. So it's just like, yeah, it's not ideal, but like, no one. If if you said to, if you said to George Lucas like thirty years ago, I was like, oh, you're gonna sell this off, and someone's gonna make your own Star Wars movies. He'd be like, huh, over yeah. my dead. Yeah, it's not gonna <laughs> happen. No, it's not. I, I, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So like I think Tatooine is fine because it's sort of like we don't know what happened. We don't know where Luke and Leia live in between Jedi and and uh, and Force Awakens. Like obviously Leia was on Hosnian Prime because we read that in Bloodlines, and then like Luke starting this academy. Like, do we know where that thing? I can't even think of in Rise of Kylo. I don't think I know. I don't think I. But like, if we'd seen that, then maybe perhaps. Ray returning to this location of this Jedi Academy to put up his big size, but like burying it in the sand in this endless desert makes the most sense because it's like we're putting it here. You could find it if you look hard enough, but like we're gonna put it here and it's going. We're putting it to rest. The end. Yeah, sort yeah. of thing for the whole saga. Yeah, the Skywalker saga starts here and it ends here, and that's that. Yeah, that's, and I, that's why I agree. I think it. I'm okay with it. I don't know. I have, I, I don't have any problem with it. I know people have problems with certain things. And like I said, you don't have to like the movie. I just think for as Star Wars fans, for some reason, we're obsessed with nitpicking uh, details <laughs> oh, in yeah. these movies. And it's like, why are we nitpick? Why can't we just sit back and enjoy it? Like she buries well, Luke and Leia's lightsaber together on the Lars homestead. Yeah. Maybe I'm the only thing I'm hoping is in the Obi-Wan series that uh, Owen Lars is not a massive jerk. <laughs> Cause then it's like, well, maybe Here's here's one thing that could be semi better ending. Ray is in deep space in maybe not the I guess the Falcon because she has no connection to any other ship. Like I don't even think is she ever in a small fighter? No. But it was like if she had like oh wait, she get in Luke's X Wing. Say she flies Luke's X Wing out into deep space with BB eight. And she's got the space suit out so she can sort of go out into space. Mm -hmm. And she has both lightsabers and then through the force disassembles them and then shoots them out into space. Like, that would be kind of neat. But, like, again, it's like, it's how different. It's not really that different. But then nobody can find them in, year in a few years from now. 
Yeah. Which uh, I suggest that should be the case. (laughs) I agree. I totally agree. (laughs) Ray could be the Obi-Wan type. And these two, somebody can find these sabers and not know what they are or what to do with them. That's what I want from, I've said that before. That's kind of what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, But nobody cares what I want. It's all about what Star Wars wants. And I have faith in whatever they bring me. Because, uh, you know. I've liked uh, I like Star Wars and I'm gonna continue to like it and I might not like them all because there's so many of them so that's okay. Um, but if you're a fan of Star Wars, sometimes you just have to sit back and enjoy it. And I know a lot of people that had problems with Rise of Skywalker going to do their own fan fiction. That's awesome. You should continue to do that because uh, that's what Star Wars is all about: just having fun and enjoying the world where it all lives in. That yep. world seems a lot less fearful than our world right now. <laughs> I think I would prefer someone force joking me than what's going on outside. Anyway, you want to go to the odds? Sure, let's do it. Never tell me the odds. Today's odds are brought to us by Patreon. Patreon. You think by now I would remember to always have my uh, email open with the list? I should you just would, like copy onto it. So. If you want to join us on Patreon, probably say most of the names. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Uh, you'll find us there. Exclusive content, including cloning around, which you are doing with Andrew. Because um, you've, you've been watching Clone Wars like a, a mofo. Um, and he uh, that's all he does is watch Clone Wars. All right. Our Patreon subscribers are... Uh, executive producer, Heidi Fetter, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Kristen... Mary Kristen, Aton, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, Janet Rubio, Rachel Alford, Austin Schur, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W, Rez, Rural Farm Boy, Frank Perkins, Sooner Thrawn, Neil Lowry, D, Raven Spencer, Gleek Play One, Kayla Davis, Automated Joy, Charlotte, Mariah Weekland, Jared Cocaine, Girls with sabers and dinner nerds. Dinner nerds. Dinner nerds. nerds. You know what? He's only, the, the thing with the denim nerds that people don't understand is see, <laughs> girls with sabers, I think they actually own sabers, but the denim nerds, he's not even in a den. He's not <laughs> he even, even. He doesn't even know Den Allen. <laughs> no, he's not even a real nerd. It's all for show. <laughs> all for show. Never tell me the odds. Thank you, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Thank you for all your support over the years now. Two two and a half years of Patreon. Thank you all for supporting us. Uh, Here we go. First off, the odds of Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2020 being canceled. Zero percent. Oh, wow. That is wow. Definitive. If we are locking ourselves down for two to maybe four weeks, I think we can kill this. We live in a world where, like, like it's still I, – I think some people will critique how we've gone about this. But, like, you know, in the space of a week, it went from, like, oh, this is kind of an issue to, like, lock yourself down. So, yeah, I don't know. I just – also, I'm trying to be positive. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. That's, like – what is it? It's March now. Yeah, it's a long. That's, I mean, Emerald City Comic like, Con just just rescheduled for the week before celebration. Right. Oh, really? Eh, well, yeah. What you gonna do? So I think, um, yeah. Look, for me, it's it's weird. I will say this, though, Brock, is the way that our country is handling it versus another country out there is a little bit different. Like the like. We're, yeah, yeah. we're in isolation and a lot of schools like i know there are states that are really taking it like seriously and, and full lockdown mm-hmm. and stuff like that but i've talked to a, a lot of friends uh who are being told they have to still go to work that's it <laughs> no you're coming in you're coming in and they, they don't care i, I think like, i think it'll be fine by august but i think the world we live in in august is going to be profoundly different from vast, the world we live in now. vastly different vastly yeah. different i think a lot of i think we're going to see a lot of people who are working from home these next few weeks will be staying from their house uh, <laughs> if not permanently multiple times a week which the world was going in that direction anyway i'm gonna go uh 23.7 percent you gotta think by august this thing will be on a huge decline because even if this even if this doesn't peak let's say for another two months 
that brings us in May, mid-May, late May. And then that gives you three months, two months after that to get to August, to get to the, because it's the end of August, right? So you have all that time. If, if this doesn't look like it's ever going to resolve by July, they'll cancel. But I can't see that happening yeah. because I think, yeah. look, no matter how anybody is treating this right now, if it ever gets worse, everyone will go on lockdown like Italy and we'll all be singing from our balconies yeah. to each other. Like That's just how it is. I will say, though, I, this was one of the first times I was like, well, Glad I'm not living in an apartment right now. That was, I was like, Phew. especially yeah, like, how quickly would you guys go crazy if you're still living in was the apartment? Is- and then like, you know, when you live in an apartment, there's a lot of really cool people and a lot of really gross people. Yeah. And you know, you're in an elevator with people like, and you're like, yeah, you're not clean. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad now it's just me and like six Blue Jays outside my window, Brock, to make up for lack of baseball. Six Blue Jays oh, outside. Yeah, cool. there was a really, really no, actually, there was there was a really really f- big fat Blue Jay during nice. Family Day weekend, and your roommate Daryl's like, look, it was so fat, and I was like, that is the biggest Blue Jay I've ever seen. I'm confident mm-hmm. it gave birth to to three or four because <laughs> there was only three. Now there's three more. Oh, I see. So I'm thinking it gave birth because there's no the big one's not there anymore. They're all kind of there's one that's bigger, but they're all small. They're all regular size. So I think uh, that's like the one thing for all of our American listeners and viewers, like one of the fun things about like northern Ontario. I have only lived in one one province, so I can't really say. But the further north you get, the more blue jays you get, which is wild because they are bright blue. Yeah, they're bright. and they live in the woods. And you're like, yeah. how is this possible? <laughs> when I lived in Brampton, I used to have one in my backyard. You're like, now, there's now there's six, six of them. They're they're just they're the greatest. I love them. We have Cardinals as well, but they're not a very good baseball team because <laughs> the jays are great. Uh, the next up, the odds of the Mandalorian season two, season two, featuring Hoth. Will Hoth appear on season two of The Mandalorian? See, I don't know like where they're gonna go with this. Yeah, because I, I do. I didn't hate the jumping from planet to planet in the first large chunk of the of the first season. Uh, I want to go seventy five percent because it's just like let's go to Hoth. Why not? A little baby Kevin in a in a parka. <laughs> little boy got his like a like Han Solo jacket on. Even <laughs> his size like doubles because he's he's like the kid, the yeah. little brother Christmas story. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'm gonna go full Brock on it. I think you know they bring yeah. Tatooine and maybe they just do like a best of with the original trilogy for planets because I think they announced it's gonna go four seasons. I believe. Wow. So you give us three seasons of original trilogy plants in the last season. It just takes place on Naboo, Kamino. Yeah. Utapau. Oh, Brock's getting a message from his WGR. She's saying, you up, boo? <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna no, go- it's from Daryl's sister, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and, and it does say, you up, boo. I'm like, <laughs> oh. Our final odd today, the odds. Of Mandalorian. Wait, well, I read the wrong one second. Here we go. <laughs> Our final odd is the second odd that I have written. The odds of Rise of Skywalker being released early on Disney Plus. Are we about to get the Rise of Skywalker early on Disney Plus, Brock? I mean, you made the classic point at the top of the show when we we're talking about it. It's like, just do it. It makes sense to release everything. But I, I'm I'm curious on like what is the business plan? Do they release the digital one first, so that yeah. like they can make that little bit of money? Because you're like I want it now, or do they not care? Like is it just sort of like oh I, we'll do it like this, and then maybe over the years they'll just go straight to Disney Plus? I think they're gonna wait. Personally, I think they're going to wait for this mm-hmm. and then the Blu-ray and whatever to come out, and then I think you got to give it at least a month after that. And I mean, and so I think I think there's no rush on this one on their end because it just came out. It's brand new. Whereas where you're going to talk about in in the news is that's been out for a little while now. Um, And I think because I think also like, you know, I just paid for it. A a bunch of people just paid for this movie, you know, full price, which I never do. Yeah. Uh, And then you're going to put on Disney Plus. You're going to really, I think, tick off a lot of people because of that. And Mm -hmm. um, for for me personally, you know, what if it happens, it happens. I mean, I I have I was always going to get it anyway. Uh, but I just I think you know it's I think there has to be a time I think 
at, at least a month if this is still going strong in like four weeks three four weeks then i mean you can get away with putting on disney plus but for now so i'm gonna go uh 20 i, I think it's gonna come early still mm-hmm. but it's not gonna be vastly early so i'm gonna go 61 percent on the early because i just think that this isn't gonna go away anytime soon uh but more people will be working from home so they're gonna try to utilize that as it goes on so i'm thinking like maybe it's supposed to come in july probably disney plus i would imagine would be mm-hmm. july or august i'm gonna bet you may or june now and i could be wrong it could be april but i'm gonna go those two months what about you uh yeah i'm gonna go low as well 30 percent. i mean unless they just have a change of heart for some reason but like here's the thing how many people have disney plus so it's like well that's see well the the frozen thing what you're going to talk about i keep saying that that is they're hoping to get more subscribers, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. oh, you're home for March break. Yeah. You're home for you know for extended March break. Here's some. Here's Frozen two. Like Disney, yeah. whatever movies aren't on Disney Plus that they have the possibility to put on, throw them on right now. Yeah. Right now, just awesome. Yeah, exactly. All right, news. Oh uh, yeah, news. Hollow news. All right, there's no Aaron to sing it this week, so you got my beautiful voice. <clears throat> Hollow news. Da, 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 da. Hollow news. I want to show your face while I'm singing it. <laughs> Hollow. I'm, list- I'm, I'm deciding to ignore my- what we're told. Hi, wait, wait. My, my dog. I haven't shown you on screen. No one saw that. My, I just finished singing. My dog barked. That's- <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm muting my mic. Hollow news. So, hollow news, the news you need to know right now, as we've already said, there will be, there's been an early release of Rise of Skywalker digitally, so if you want it, go get it. It is out right now, and it's got some juicy digital extras, what have you. As of right now, it's uh, able to rent on Amazon, Vudu, Fandango Now, (laughs) probably Google Play, (laughs) For twenty or twenty twenty dollars or twenty five for four K UHD US and I believe that's in US dollars maybe not, um, but in the same move they are releasing Frozen two on Disney Plus. So if your kids love Frozen, it's on there as of March fifteenth. So right now it is there. Right now, go watch it. So yeah. That's pretty much it on that. If there's any new releases, we will let you know in the upcoming weeks. Uh, So last week, Anthony Daniels was on The View promoting for Rise of Skywalker. He he dropped a few little tidbits about his character 3PO. If you remember when he first uh, tweeted on his last shooting day on episode 9 that he was sad. Uh, see there reason today was 3PO's last on episode 9 he's sad so am I but we're so proud to have worked with such a lovely talented casting crew led by J.J. Abrams and Kathy Kennedy I'll miss everyone but I'm glad to know that we've been making something exceptional together to share with the waiting world so sort of saying this is the end of 3PO but in this uh, in this interview on The View he revealed that after he spoke with J.J. Abrams on the set of the film and Abrams wasn't as sure of the end of 3PO he said he's not over Abrams when he said to Abrams when we were filming maybe it's time to put 3PO to sleep you know to give him an end and Abrams said not on my watch so check it out on the view I believe you can see it on YouTube he says these things he's always a delightful interview Anthony Daniels what a gem and since you're staying at home why don't you exercise with Star Wars the company uh, Omnit has put out a series of Star Wars-related exercising equipment. There's a Boba Fett, a Stormtrooper, and a Vader kettlebell, as well as a Death Star slam ball. Uh, and and for those people that aren't trying to get swole, check out the Han in Carbonite yoga mat. This can all be purchased on Omnit.com for reasonable prices, I suppose. I don't know. I try not to exercise if I don't have to. <laughs> and this has been your Hollow News. Oh, and in final news, go to StarWars.com and check out the preview for Star Wars uh, Star Wars issue number four. We see Luke trying to explain what a lightsaber is to a bunch of Ugnaughts, and then also has a somewhat force 
force vision when he senses the lightsaber nearby that shows things in his past as well as who currently may have the lightsaber exciting exciting stuff that issue comes out i believe in a few weeks i cannot wait and this has been your hollow news hollow news you up boo uh also uh <laughs> galaxy of adventure is returning with a new uh, yes, season that's, right. that's gonna be exciting can't wait for that all right top five top five Top five, today's top five, top five Star Wars whatever on Disney Plus to binge while you are home, mm. isolated during this weird movie that we're living in right now. Because this is not the real world, this is a movie. Uh, who would have thought that we would ever be confined to our homes? Uh, anyway, uh, it's not been bad though. Getting a lot of writing done, getting a lot of. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've built a. Uh, I built an arrow uh, or a, a bullseye. I built a bullseye for archery and also for axe throwing, Brock. I have I had a lot of time on my hands doing stuff you can only do in the so country. So you're ready for when the world crumbles. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm gonna, Aaron and I will like be out there with like axes and, ar- and like bow and arrows. And, like, <laughs> well, we've got you. Come now. And then they have guns and you're like, of course, guns. Guns. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Wait till you and everyone else is attacking us with their toilet paper rolls. <laughs> <laughs> we will survive this. All right, top five things to watch Star Wars related on Disney Plus while you are in isolation. Night number five. I'm gonna suggest everybody sit back, relax, and watch this little movie called The Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Because it is better than you remember. The dialogue is still stiff. You won't, If you can't get past that, you... Uh, well, then you have lost. But it is a great Star Wars film from start to finish. It actually uh, throws the saga forward more than any other film in the nine-part saga. It, it opens so many doors, so many opportunities for the universe to grow and expand uh, that I think if you can get past the dialogue and maybe even that dro- uh, the Droid Factory video game portion of the movie, uh, you, you will see that it is probably, in terms of uh, universe-wide, the strongest Star Wars film. Is it the best? I who cares? It's subjective. But uh, I think if you could get past all the all those little like the dialogue, whatever, stiff acting, whatever you want to call it, you will see that it is actually a, a hidden gem. A hidden gem. Brock, you're number five. Uh, I don't know. Uh, first of all, I was going to try to put uh, Ewok, Caravan of Courage, and... They're not on Disney+. Plus. Battle of Endor. But yes, as James just said, they're not on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I most, most of my stuff is just strictly episodes of shows well that's how uh, that's but, in fairness that's how it was written on the yeah <laughs> on the red. and I, I i changed the rules <laughs> yeah that's fine uh but i will say honorable mention to forces of destiny yes. which uh, just fantastic so check that out but my number five uh new clone wars episode there's four of them that's like at least two hours <laughs> so watch it and then you're like hey who is Echo? Then you can go watch the Citadel episodes in the in season three. Yeah, I think season two. Okay, somewhere around there. Uh, my number four is around the same path as yours, but it's earlier on. It is just sit back and watch the Mortis arc of the Clone Wars. <laughs> just watch the Mortis arc because everybody talks. Every Star Wars fan talks about the Mortis arc and world between worlds and whatnot. And they're and they're you know it's like wow Mortis it's like and and average fans are just like what so if you haven't seen the Mortis arc now is a perfect time for you to sit back and watch it or tell somebody who hasn't seen it to sit back and watch it or force your family members to watch it with you because they're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> number four, Brock. My number four. Okay, I, I apologize. It's hard to give these things titles i should have just looked up the episode numbers so to give be more specific but fives goes crazy in season six that's about a four or five episode arc uh it's interesting because it's sort of i feel like we're gonna get it's gonna work a little into season seven a bit because season six in general seems to be a lot of especially with the with the uh, ahsoka leaving in season five it's like there seems to be a unsuredness going on in this war we're like ah what's happening uh but it's a great it's great because it's sort of like 
oh, this could be they come very close to almost figuring out like there there's a scheme going on. Uh, it could unravel the, the Emperor's plan. It's just really good. The only thing you think bad about it is Tim Curry's the voice of the Emperor. Tim Curry's a wonderful person. As I said, I watched Clue earlier <laughs> earlier this week. Uh but uh He's yeah. not the Emperor. He's no oh, sorry. No, like Chance. like you couldn't get past that he's not. Yeah, exactly. That's, I don't voice, mean I'm not right. being nitpicky. Like he's not the emperor. He's the chancellor. I mean, like his voice, yeah. as great as he is, he's not uh, Ian McDermott. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. All right. My number three. Uh, if you if you can't talk anybody into watching the Mortis arc because they just don't care because cartoon Star Wars isn't for them, then you could trick them into watching the dark saber stuff. Um, oh, yeah, all like the, all the the Mandalore arcs and Dark Saber arcs uh, of the Clone Wars because sure enough they've watched the Mandalorian and even if you've seen the Mandalorian and you're and you're like oh man I can't remember much about the Dark Saber go back watch those episodes of the Clone Wars uh, there's a few of them Darth Maul's in it and when there's Darth Maul there's gold. My number three is going to be again i'm not entirely sure if i'm accurate on this but basically the last half of the last season of rebels where we see the final showdown between thrawn and ezra and and then also sort of uh i believe that's and then i think a little bit of like maul finally facing against obi-wan and then also the return of ahsoka through the star bridge or whatever we call it i can't remember that stuff is really, really good, and it's it was a perfect execution of how like oh my goodness, I can't believe this series is over. Yeah. <laughs> how quickly they can they can suck you right in. Um, I'm just trying to look it up now. It's season three, right? Oops, starting an episode. Oh no, no. <laughs> Sorry, season four. So yeah, check that out. That whole uh, season is probably worth it. Because you probably watch it in half a day. Yeah. But anyways, that's my number three. My number two is the Darth Maul episodes and arc during Rebels season three and four, with his ending with his showdown against Obi Wan mm-hmm. Kenobi. We see him on Dathomir. We have the second sister, no seventh sister and fifth brother, facing off against him. Kanan going blind. Spoilers. Uh, so much fun to be had there. Ahsoka obviously. Vader appears in one of those. Uh, just for me, those were some great, exciting episodes. Was it season two, maybe? I think that's season Three. two. Yeah. I think you're mixing a bunch of stuff together, but like, yeah. Anyway, look, there's a bunch of episodes with Maul. Check the, you know, just binge watch all of Rebels. <laughs> My number two is in a similar vein. Maul returns in Clone yeah. Wars, which stands over maybe two seasons. Uh, it's pretty easy to pick him out. It's, I believe, Maul. Uh, I think it's in season three where he first appears as spider legs. And then, <laughs> and then you, I, then you want to watch what the mall episodes in season four, where he goes against, um, pre Vizsla. So yeah. John Favre. And then, uh, and then of course in that is the dark saber stuff. Yeah. So you get all there. Basically you just watch all of Clone Wars, all of rebels and we'll be back to normal or new normal. Uh, and my number one Mandalorian episode two, the egg episode called The Child. I freaking love the egg episode. Is it as good as episode three? Probably not. Do I care? No. I love the egg episode so much. There's just something about it. Uh, I know it's small, but it also establishes the relationship between the child and the Ma- It's actually a very important episode because the child saves the Mandalorian and he can't have his new signet because of that because he didn't rescue the child the child rescue actually saved him and it it forms their bond and it's really because of that episode that the events of episode three take place right how he needs to go back and rescue the child after he delivers it so so i'm going with the egg episode obviously you can watch the entire mandalorian in like what four hours or something like that like you know it's yeah it's a great one i watched it all with un not even didn't even plan it i've watched it all twice uh, through since its first release so i've seen the entire series three times i uh, i really like it but this episode there's just something about it personally that i'm just really really drawn to i w- i could argue that we could do a watch through <laughs> we should we cut it up into like three parts or something <laughs> yeah we should if you guys want to well, watch the mandalorian with us let's do it yeah uh my number one was uh, James is number four, Mortis, because oh. it's just one of the series of episodes that's just like, yeah, 
oh you need to watch this it's widely talked about so uh is it i don't well, i was trying to think about this because i i think i've mentioned i've listened to a podcast called newcomers where two comedians watch star wars for the first time yeah. so it's very interesting they're just about to do revenge of the sith i think and I don't see them watching any of the episodes of the show, but I was like, what would be the ideal episodes of Clone Wars to watch for someone? And yeah. I don't know what to choose. I would I say Mortis because it's so trippy. Like, could you just, like, yeah. like it's like, what is happening? Yeah. It's but it's also, like, it's also like, what, partway through a series already. So even though you know Anakin and Obi-Wan and Pat and Ahsoka, you don't really know them, I guess. But that's the thing. You wouldn't really know Ahsoka because if you're only watching yeah, exactly. those. I guess maybe the movie would be ideal just so you know who Ahsoka is. Yeah. And maybe that or just like the, the, the movie and then maybe like, I don't know. I can't. I, I had something in my head. I think if you watch something in Rebels, though, definitely the episode of Obi-Wan versus Maul. Yes. Because sort of an isolated episode plus it gives solo a little bit more or maybe maybe watch like a certain selection of darth maul coming back to life or being alive this whole time just to explain how solo is possible i don't know just watch all of it yeah exactly <laughs> we can't figure out oh, God. there's so much star wars so much good star wars so much stuff for you to watch and enjoy during this crazy time we're living in uh, we hope everybody stays safe out there, stay healthy, uh, look after everybody as much as you can. We will be here with you every day uh, that you are in isolation. I hope you get through those days. Hopefully we are entertaining. Uh, but if news breaks on it, we will inform you as best we can. Yeah. But we're not the news, so we can't we can't make any real promises like that, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. Also, guys, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and I think some other stuff as well. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and, of course, you could support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, where we have exclusive content and early access to all shows with the exception of the live stuff. We can't give the live stuff early to, to Patreon. We just don't have that capability yet. But Brock is working on it. What? <laughs> He's not working on it. And that's because, well, before we get to that, thank you everybody for watching, liking, subscribing, yeah. sticking with us, supporting us. Uh, it really means a lot to us. Uh, anything else you want to say, Brock? James. Hmm? I was always scum. Rebel scum? <laughs> hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.